everybody. Welcome to our episode official for Cheers from the Grave. I'm Erica. And I'm Nicole. So Stephanie is still on vacation. Um, she, by the time this actually launches, she will be home. All right. So, hey, uh, how's your, uh, how's your week been, by the way? Stressful. Yeah? Yeah. Aw. I'm tired. <laughs> we just got done recording with Historical AF and their Halloween episode, which already would have aired. But we literally got here. Like, poor Nicole got here at, like, 9.15 in the morning. I live an hour away. <laughs> so this poor girl had to wake up at 7 a.m. just to record. Mm-hmm. And I woke up at, like, 8, and I dragged myself out of bed. And, oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> I'm, I don't know which way's up right now. <laughs> we recorded, like, it was, like, a two-hour recording session. It was insane. So. But it was fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. So. Uh, hopefully, uh, you guys need to go listen to it, though. It's the Historical AF pod, and they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Love them so much. So, boy. But anyway, so we just did that, and other than that, let's just dive into it. Yeah, absolutely. Sound like plan? Cool. Yeah. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay, cool. All righty. So, hello, everyone. My topic is... Banshees. Whoop. Yes. The, and the screaming kind, right? Yes. Oh, those things. Not are not the avatar kind. <laughs> <laughs> but this is really funny because literally everything we've talked about today and what I'm gonna talk about in the future is all like Celtic related. That's amazing. So it's like we're really hitting close to home for Erica. Yes. So Banshee, or spelled a different way, um ban. Che or Bean Sea. Okay. Depending, yeah, is a female spirit like creature in Irish mythology, usually seen as an omen of death and a messenger from the underworld. In legend, a banshee is a fairy woman who begins to wail if someone is about to die. In Scottish Gaelic mythology, she is known as the Bean Sith or the Beanai. I'm sorry if I'm butchering everything, and is seen washing the bloodstained clothes or armor of those who are about to die. Alleged sightings of the Banshees have been reported as recently as 1948. Similar beings are, off, are also found in Welsh, Norse, and folklore of the United States. Hmm. Yes, so a description of the Banshee. So she is that Irish folklore creature. She does scream the omen of death. Her thin scream is referred to as a caon which translate to keening, it is said that a banshee's cry predicts the death of a member of one of Ireland's five major families. Ooh. So the five major families, and you're going to know a lot of these names. Probably. The O'Grady's, mm-hmm. the O'Neill's, the O'Brien's, the O'Connor's, and the Kavanaugh's. Hmm. Yep. So I know a lot of people with those last names. Yep. Kavanaugh did surprise me, though. Yeah, that is kind of, but everything else is like a lot of O's. Yes. I definitely know some O'Briens for sure. I know a lot of O'Briens. But over the time as those families blended, it was said that most Irish families had their own banshee. It is also said that banshees followed their families as they emigrated from Ireland to other places across the globe, though some did stay behind to grieve at their original family estates. Hmm. So various versions of the banshee have been described from a woman with long red hair and very pale, pale skin to an older woman with stringy gray hair, rotten teeth, 
and fiery red eyes. So that's very scary to see. I'm pretty sure and screaming at you, like, I'm going to die. Yeah, I would not like to see that at all. I pass. Burn pass. And can you imagine, like, you see that, and it's like, well, I'm going to die, but she's not the one that's going to kill me. She's just the warning. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that would be, like, the shittiest last thing to see, though. But she's the warning. They cry when you're about to die. She's not going to kill you. But still, it's just like... That's like, it's like, oh shit, I'm about to die and this thing is just going to terrify me more. So not only am I being warned that I'm about to die, but you're also going to sit here and like send this terrifyingly awful being to tell me that I'm going to die. So way to make it worse. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) She is often depicted with a comb in her hair and this had led to an Irish superstition that finding a comb on the ground is considered bad luck. Oh, shit. Yeah, imagine taking a stroll, finding an, an old comb somewhere. It's pretty common in the city, most likely. I mean, like, I know nowadays, like, if you go to, like, a very, like, crowded city and stuff, you'll uh-huh. find a comb on the ground, for sure. No. Yes. No, thank you. So, if you find a comb on the ground, I'm running, take it as a warning. I'm running in Because you're direction. Irish. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm so glad that my last name, that my family's name isn't tied up in there i was concerned for a second we we're like you're gonna see no these names i'm like please don't let keo keo please don't let keo be in there please please sounds please. like kavanaugh uh. Alrighty. <laughs> it is believed that a single banshee can take on any of these forms and shift between them much like the goddesses of celtic folklore so you'll pr- you'll probably get like a pretty lady an ugly old hag but either way you're gonna die <laughs> yo give me the redhead over the creepy old lady any day <laughs> Other forms of the banshee include the Benai and the Washerwoman, both more attributed to the Scot to Scotland than Ireland. The Benai is said to be the ghost of a woman who died during childbirth and would be seen wearing the clothes of a person about to die, while the Washerwoman is dressed like a countrywoman and is cleaning cleaning bloody rags on a river shore. Ooh. Yes. So it is unknown precisely when the stories of the Banshee were first told, but they can be traced back as far as the early 8th century. It is believed that they were based on an old Irish tradition where women would sing a lament to signify one's passing. This too was referred to as keening, as many keeners accepted alcohol as payment. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Us. (laughs) Right. Which the church did frown upon, many have speculated it was these keeners who were punished in the eyes of God and were forced to become banshees. Another factor that likely contributed to the superstitious legend is the cry of the barn owl. In ancient battles, owls would screech and take flight if they noticed an army approaching, which would forewarn the the defending army, and that's to come. Okay, yeah. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, um, I actually talked about that and like my in the last episode with kina about superstitions and barn owls and how like if you hear a hoot that generally means that there's death about to show up so yeah that's crazy it's all connected yes there have been several reported banshee sightings but it is said that if a banshee becomes aware of a human's presence watching her she will disappear into a cloud of mist when she does it is accompanied by a fluttering sound of like a bl- like a bird flapping its wings. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where the owl thing comes from. Oh, right? wow. The Irish do not believe the banshee causes death, but merely warns of it. Although during the Middle Ages, it was said that the banshee would also protect the souls of those of good heart and deed after they had passed on. The Bean City, or Sidey, a lot of Celtic, I'm sorry. It's okay. It is also said to have a sister, the Leonhen City, 
who would win the love of mortal men and use it to destroy them. Same. Mm. (laughs) Many see banshees as an entertaining folklore while others genuinely believe in their existence. Had evidence of banshees consistently coincided with death by long-term illness or other easily foreseeable causes, there would likely be as much support. However, there had been reports of drowning and other sudden deaths of perfectly healthy individuals in the weeks following what was thought to be the sound of a banshee's cry. The most famous example of this is King James I of Scotland, who was murdered soon after he reported having been approached by a strange Irish seer. Mm. Yep, so that's basically it on banshees. They, there's been many of them in certain TV shows. I know like Teen Wolf had one. Yeah. I don't watch Teen Wolf, but I yeah, do know I. all the talks of it. Um, there is one, and one of my favorite cartoons, Monster High. I love Monster <laughs> High so much. Guilty pleasure for sure. I've seen all the movies or the ones that are available on Netflix, not yeah. sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. But Oops. they they do have a banshee and she is very pale. Um, If it is the one I'm thinking of, her hair is white. She has like kind of her eyes match. They're kind of like greenish, like crystally blue. They match her pale skin. She wears like a neon green outfit. It's really cute. That's crazy. But she's not... She's talked about a few times, but you never see her, like, doing the scream or anything, mm-hmm. but she is there. So, like, banshees are pretty much everywhere. That's crazy. I know that there was one um, a long, long time ago um, when my parents were out of town, and so we had a babysitter that was hanging out with us overnight. Um, I think, uh, and this is one of the things when it comes to legends, I know that there are, there's, like, a like fox or some kind of animal that, Almost sounds like a like a woman screaming. I can't remember what the name. I think it was a fox or something that can mimic or sound like someone screaming. Yeah, foxes do sound very like, like yeah. a baby type. So there was one. T- there was one night where we were woken up because it hurt. We literally sounded like someone was screaming. Wow. And um, it basically it turned out to be a fox, but still like. Because foxes are very prevalent in mm-hmm. Connecticut and especially in the area that I lived in. So, but still, it was the most terrifying sound that I've ever heard. And I know that, and if I recall, um, sometimes when people, like maybe back then that didn't understand that it was a fox, they would hear that. And go outside. And think that it was a banshee or something like that. So I oh, can yeah. kind of see how sometimes, like, yeah, but it's. Oh my god, it was the freakiest thing. So just imagine like hearing that and then all of a sudden like dying shortly after. Yeah. Shit. Oh, that's terrifying. But oh, and, and it could be like out. if you hear like yeah, like the fox, like you said. Yeah. Imagine you hear that, and it could just be a coincidence. Like that just stays in your head. Yeah. And then, and then you like, overanalyze everything, and you could just make a dumb decision at one point, yep. and then you die. And it's yep. like oh, <laughs> yep. So there you are as a ghost, like, oh, shit. And then you find out, oh, my God, it was a fox the entire time. Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it. That's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. But yeah, that's it for Banshees. Oh, those creep me out. I had a fun time researching that one. Oh. So I decided to peruse the internets for some creepypastas. I hate you. <laughs> I love you. So I came across one called The Smiling Man. And have you heard of this one? I've heard it many different variations. You're probably going to read one I haven't. I See, here's one of my guilty pleasures as well. I do love listening to people 
tell the stories of like creepy pastas and everything, I would never go on the website to read it because I know people like to throw up those scary pictures randomly yep. in it. And someone did one to me yesterday. And it was just like the picture was there and I knew it was on Facebook. It was a meme and it was like, oh, creepy pasta people. And I'm like, I knew what it was. I immediately like hit it and I'm like, let's not do this to me right oh, now. Jesus. So I'm going to do a thing uh, that I saw, the smiling man. Um, it's credited to, this is on uh, creepypasta.fandom.com. It's the wiki. And it is credited to the user blue underscore title t-i-d-a-l so all the credit to that person and the picture here is don't show me i'm just i'll describe it to you so i, I can I describe already, it to I'm, the listeners i'm pretty sure i know what it looks but like i think already. of like but it's an ink drawing so it's like okay. like with pen and it basically looks like the joker almost yep so very very large wide grinning smile like almost ear to ear the like, joker type smile like no eyelids on his eyes either completely eyes wide yep. open demonic looking grin combed back slick hair yep. wearing a very dark uh jacket yeah I don't like the visuals fucking creepy I like listening I don't like reading it myself I it is terrifying looking i i only listen to the creepy pastas when i'm at work driving in the daylight not, and always driving away from my house not driving to my house yeah no you don't want to bring that energy into your house also before you read i have a snoring kitty next to me oh, and i'm crying is he snoring he's awake now yeah oh he does snore and it's adorable okay <laughs> all right so the smiling man so the person writes about five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U.S. I've always been a night person, so I'd often find myself bored after my roommate, who was decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night, and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even when the drug dealers in the city were polite. But all of that changed in just a few minutes of one evening. It was Wednesday, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, and I was walking near a police-patrolled park quite a ways away from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. At the far end of the street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man, dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, but he finished each box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance walking, headed straight for me. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me. The closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky and wearing an old suit. He danced closer still until I could make out the space. His eyes were wide open and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back, and then I stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street, perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me, but still looking skyward, smile still wide on his lips. 
I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again, but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about a half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. Still unnerved, I looked back to where he was standing to find him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched down. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance in the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than 10 seconds, so it was clear that he had moved up fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time staring at him, and then he started moving toward me again. He took a giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on somebody. Except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say at this point I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or my cell phone or anything at all, but I didn't. I just stood there, completely frozen, as the smiling man crept toward me. And then he stopped again, about a car length away from me, still smiling his smile and still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I meant to ask was, what do you want? In an angry, commanding tone. What came out was a whimper. What? Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react to it at all. He just stood there, smiling. And then, after what felt like forever, he turned around, very slowly, and started dance walking away. Just like that. Not wanting to turn my back on him again, I just watched him go, until he was far enough away to almost be out of sight. And then I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore, nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way, and this time, he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off of the side of the road and back onto a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder always expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that city for six months after that night, and I never went for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane. And that's a very, very scary thing to see. The end. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one before, and it's just the fact of like just someone who looks like that just dancing around yeah and then getting near you and then leaving and then just sprinting towards you the running is what got me that, it's just, it's just the dancing is what got me yeah the dancing is just like there's this guy like just waltzing quietly and just being like oh i would never want to see that in the middle of the night and then, like, just dancing away from you, and then all of a sudden breaking onto, like, a sprint. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, no, I hate that story, Erica. Thank you so much for reading it. You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you. I love reading creepypastas. I so. mean, if you guys liked it, I'm willing to read one, as long as Erica picks it. Well, you guys can pick it. And Erica will, like, copy-paste it, put it in a note so I don't have to be on the actual website. 
Because I think of, like, the black screen and, like, all these weird things just what terrifies me oh more. Oh, my God. Do you want to see a picture that is on here? I don't want to. I already you told sure? you. I, please don't do okay, that. Okay, I'm not going to I will black out. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it looks like. I've seen it before. I don't it's like terrifying. it. It's yeah, terrifying. Seriously, just think of the Joker, but drawn in black ink and terrifying. I don't like when those pictures pop up randomly. Like, my heart literally skips oh, a yeah. beat. Oh, my God. But, yeah, if you guys liked it, let us know. Maybe I'll brave up and read one for you. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Because there's a few that I enjoy. I think we should maybe do a creepypasta segment. I'm down. And read once in a while. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, if you want to send those suggestions in, please, on all yeah. platforms or cheers from the grave at gmail.com. Be more than happy to read it because mm-hmm. it's fun. So, awesome. Well, Thank you for joining us for episode 20. Hold on. Right, you, um, you can find us on all social media platforms. We have Twitter at Cheers from Grave. Facebook, Instagram at Cheers from the Grave. What else do we have? We have a link, a link tree. Link tree. So it's, um, it's linktr.ee slash ctfg. And all that link tree, it'll bring you to a site that actually has all of our links in one place. So I'll have our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, official website, merchandise site. Um, we have this new thing called Kofi. That's K-O-F-I. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to become a Patreon donor because you don't want to do the commitment, which is completely understandable, um, there is a thing where you can buy us basically a cup of coffee. And so you can donate either three or however many dollars just one time, and it'll put it towards our goal. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty cool thing. So, and we have a link to that on the Facebook page. Yes, we do. And do you think we could add the link maybe into like the show notes? Oh, it'll go in there. Yeah, definitely. So, mm-hmm. click on that or just go on Facebook if you want to send in any suggestions, anything you think we might like, those creepy pasta suggestions, your own listener stories. Yes, please. We did another listener story episode. It's coming. Yes. Or it already passed. Or is it coming? It's coming up. It's coming up. Well, no, it's already passed. By the time this episode aired, the uh, listener story would have already. Okay, so no spoilers here. Halloween listener store. If you like that, you can send in more. So we do have an episode for next week. The listener story. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. All lit. Yay. (laughs) Cut this out, Kyle. Yeah, cut this out, Kyle. (laughs) But yeah, for Halloween listener episode, for sure. If you like that, please send in more. We would love to hear that at Gmail. I can't talk. Our email is cheersfromthegrave at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We've been talking for like three, four hours straight. <laughs> so we're totally done. I'm ready. And we still have to record like one more episode. I'm going to go to Chili's today. And I already know when I walk in, I'm going to be like, hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even work there. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and record one more. Mm-hmm. What else, Erica? What, I, what did I miss? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. And Stephanie okay. will be joining us shortly. Short, soon. Patience. I know yes. we miss her. You guys miss her. She's been posting a lot of pictures, and she recently went to Auschwitz, and all the pictures that she posted just was, just looking at them was emotionally draining. Yeah, it's a lot. It's insane. Like, you can just feel the, oof. And so, like, I met, I, I commented on that, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I'm getting these feelings just by looking for picture, like, looking at the pictures, like, I can't even imagine the energy that you're feeling. And she's like, yeah, it's completely draining. I would feel so weird taking photos there. Like, I'm glad she did because some people, like, I know one of our mutual friends over there was like, thank you for posting this. Yeah. 
Because it's like people have to see it. Exactly. So, no, it's, uh, she'll be back soon. So we miss her, but she'll join us soon. So hooray. Okay. So I guess that's it. That's it. Well, I'm Erica. And I'm Nicole. And you're listening to Cheers Cheers from from the the grave. Grave.